Welcome back, everybody, to the e-commerce unlocked podcast where we cut the fluff. We talk about the strategies and tactics that you can implement in your business to take it to the next level and drive real results. I'm your host, Russell Steed. My other host, Emerson Hammer. <laughs> other guy. <laughs> the other guy that's here named Emerson that might be a host. I don't know. I mean, uh, that's good to be thanks. here. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, dude. Yeah. We just hang out. All right, so today we're going to be going into how to run a successful holiday campaign. So we're, you know, last time we talked about everything that you need to do on the operational side to run a successful holiday season. This is going to be kind of on the opposite side. Um, maybe not opposite side because that's, you know, we don't want to be uh, competing with operations. We want to work with them as we learned last time. Superior, okay? You're nothing yes. about it. We get that. <laughs> Whatever. So this is how you work well with ops. This is how you run a successful holiday campaign. And like I said, like, you know, as in everything, these are my opinions. This is my experience. I know there are lots of ways to run campaigns, lots of different things that brands do. Uh, but here are just some, some of my thoughts and things that I've found to be successful. So kind of right off the bat, the way I like to break up the holidays is into like certain categories. Like when do you want to start? When do you want to end? Right. And in that period, maybe you want to discount the entire time. Maybe you do different promos. I like to break it up into three different sales, kind of like three different, like distinctive sales. So I've got like, like my pre black Friday sales, and then I've got my black Friday week and cyber Monday, like our BFCM week. And then after that, I, I call it like the holiday sale. So that's kind of everything after, you know, maybe giving Tuesday or something like that. I'm running a holiday sale that is just kind of the stragglers, the people who forgot to buy or like looking, you know, the procrastinators, you still have a sale, maybe a little bit lower. So I, I can get into kind of what those all look like, but I think it's kind of important to be, be there. You need to have reasons to to message people, to get in front of them, to send emails. And that's really the purpose of, of marketing during this period. If you're not sending emails, if you're not sending text messages, if you're not getting out there, then people are just going to forget about you. And you're not competing with your competitors when it comes to holidays. Like you're, you're, if you're selling t-shirts, you're not running up against just t-shirts. You're actually running up against everybody else doing a Black Friday sale. And so you're, you're in the running for the share of their wallet. Say they have a thousand dollar budget, which I don't know, maybe that's average, maybe that's on the, the high end of, of the average American, what they spend on the holidays. Um, but uh, if, if it's a thousand bucks, you are competing for that thousand dollars. And that could go to you know Walmart for some toys for some kids. And that could also go to Costco for whatever. That could go to you know another e-com brand, another five e-com brands. So it's not just your competitors that you're trying to compete against. So really you're just trying to stay top of mind. You're trying to let people know that like, Hey, I've got these deals going and to come buy from me. And that's why I recommend kind of running a pre black Friday sale. Cause uh, I don't know about you, but on October 31st this year, I was talking to some, some of my, um, my coworkers. And I basically said, Hey, watch it tomorrow. You are going to get at least five emails or five messages saying like, Hey, black Friday starts now. <laughs> and, uh, one of my coworkers was like, no, that's stupid. Like, no way. Literally, like by 9 a.m., I had five emails, four texts, and I, who knows however much else, like other things that, that uh, brands had already started. So, um, you know, we're coming maybe into this. Even earlier, man. I mean, we had Amazon do their prime in yeah. October, it was this year. Um, Dude. Pre, pre, pre Black Friday. So everyone's uh, launching a little bit earlier for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That. COVID. COVID pushed it and, you know, everybody started going earlier and earlier. Now it's kind of like a race and, and I'm running Black Friday in, in uh, June. So no, I'm just kidding. Uh, 
uh, although there are some brands that like their creative just still works and it's June, they're running a Black Friday sale and it's so totally on purpose. Um, so this is how I break it up. I think you should do a, a pre-Black Friday sale. It has to make, make sense for your brand, but I'd say most brands, it does make sense. I usually try to lead with the biggest discount first. Uh, main reason is, is that I'm trying to get as much of that wallet share as possible and also to reduce the customer service blowback. So if I do a 20% discount as a pre-Black Friday, but then on Black Friday, I move everything to 40%, you know, that customer's coming back to me like, whoa, 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 I bought last week and I got 20%, but now you're doing 40%. I want a price match. You say no, they return it anyway. You know, it turns into this whole thing. So you want to minimize the blowback or the customer service issues that you create and how you structure your campaigns. So you want your biggest deal first. And then you want, definitely want something, you know, maybe you move into your Black Friday sale. I think it's super important to actually run something specific on Black Friday. So maybe you start your Black Friday sale on the Monday before Black Friday. And then maybe it's like a totally different, um, different discount. So let's say I discount one collection on my pre-Black Friday sale. I discount a different collection during Black Friday, or I discount the entire store on Black Friday. Just keeping in mind that I'm not, I'm not trying to cannibalize sales. Right? I'm not trying to make it so that I have more customer service issues. So if I'm running a, a promo during that week, you always want something different to talk about throughout the week and specifically on Black Friday. Because if, let's say I launched my Black Friday sale Monday on the Monday before Black Friday, and let's just call it 35% off site-wide, when it comes to Friday, I need to have a reason to send out an email. So I like to throw in there like doorbusters or like a buy one, you know, spend over $100, get a free pair of socks or whatever it looks like. Adding a gift with purchase is a great way to be like, hey, it's Black Friday, gift with purchase, gift with purchase. That way you're not like, it's not as translatable for for, for customers. So if you say somebody got 30% off last week, you're giving 30% off and a free pair of socks. The person who got it last week at 30% off isn't going to come back and say, Hey, where's my free pair of socks? Right? That's, it's usually like if you're changing percentages, that's when it gets you into trouble with your customers. So well, on Black Friday, as far as your, your prep for these campaigns, I mean, there's a lot of segments going into it. Is this when you're saying like, Hey, you're just yeah. changing discounts. Is there a different um, messaging or maybe I know you're going through the whole sequence of it. Maybe kind of touch on like what what are those prep works, um, yeah, or pre campaign activities you're doing during those those segments or whatnot. Yeah. So once I've kind of identified what I want my sales to look like, so I'll go in and say, hey, I do want three, uh, which I recommend, but maybe you just want two. Maybe you want one for Black Friday and then you do another sale called your holiday sale after Black Friday, which is exactly the same thing, just different wording. Um, you know, it, it really kind of just depends on what you have the bandwidth to do. Like some some brands have a big team where they can kind of crank out a bunch of different assets. Um, and when I've done three different sales, it's when I've had like a designer and I've had a, a, an ads guy and that kind of thing. So it's makes it a little bit easier. You have more bandwidth. And when it's just me running a, a brand, like I'll just probably opt for one. Um, I also do like the 12 days of Christmas and that's a lot of work. So there are lots of different things that you can do um, outside of your holiday sales to still drive some sales. But the prep work really kind of comes down to once you've kind of identified, okay, from November 17th to November 27th, I'm going to be doing a, um, I'm going to do 35% off site wide. And then on Black Friday, I'm going to have a doorbuster deal. First 100 orders, get a free pair of socks. And then I'm going to actually run that from Black Friday all the way to Cyber 
Monday, Cyber Tuesday, and then um, and then once that's over, I'm going to switch it over to my holiday sale, and I'm actually going to run um, you know maybe 20% off for the rest of the season until shipping cutoffs, right? And so that's kind of like how I have always structured it. I've seen some good success in doing that. Um, and then once you have that kind of framed out, you go into prep mode, right? And so you say, okay, what assets, like what emails am I going to, what emails are, am I going to send? Text messages, um, like what's my timing on those? So am I going to lead with a text message? Am I going to do like a VIP thing? Do I have a loyalty program? If I do, then I'll probably want to maybe open up the sale to them a couple days early or a day early, or maybe do an extra 5% on top for them. And so you kind of just go through like, okay, emails that I'm sending, text messages that I'm sending. Now I'd recommend that you send on Black Friday, three to six emails. Like that's a lot, but you should be sending a lot to get out in front of people. Because if if you send it, um, there's a chance that a lot of people don't see it. So kind of just continuing to get that message out there, even through the whole weekend. Three to six emails in one day is what you're saying. We're going to campaign. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, no, and typically throughout the year, I would not send more than like one email a day unless it's a big sale, maybe two, right? But Black Friday, like all rules are out the window and uh, everybody's sending a ton of emails and you're not gonna get really, your your spam rates or even your unsubscribe rates. Uh, spam rates are more concerning, but your your um, your unsubscribe, um, unsubscribe rates actually significantly don't go up during Black Friday, because they're just getting inundated with so many messages, they're not taking the time to go up unsubscribe. So you can send upwards of you know five or six emails without like too much of a blowback. But I would I'd keep that really specific to you know Black Friday. Uh, maybe you do Small Business Saturday, and then you got Cyber Monday. I'd kind of save it for those days, and then um, obviously your messaging and sending emails on the days kind of surrounding those. But those when those are when I would go like into it pretty hot and heavy. Um, so from an ops perspective on this, operate marketing operations on this, are you creating then a Facebook ad for each of these campaigns or a handful of them? Like it seems like since they're so quick of campaigns, mm-hmm. there are a couple of days, maybe a week or two. Um, is there much testing going on? Say, hey, which app performs if you're doing paid ads or whatnot, or A B mm-hmm. testing email campaigns, or how are you making sure these are this is landing with such a short time window of a uh, of a sale and whatnot and so frequent? How do you con- yeah. that? It's a great question. So really kind of comes down to you don't really want to um, you don't want to create assets like uh, for ads that's for something that's only going to be one day or two days, maybe even three days. Like there's a learning phase depending on your spend. It it just may not make sense to do something that 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 is that short. If you're like spending, let's say, under three thousand dollars a month in ads, I wouldn't recommend really having more than you know, maybe one sale that you're promoting within your ads. Maybe you start your Black Friday sale ads earlier. You try to make them generic enough that you're able to run these promos, these retargeting ads, and let people know that I'm running a deal, come to our site and come check it out, or saying up to X percent off, if that's the truth across the board. You may just need to be a little bit more simplistic about your sales and not get as complex as having like three with different door busters and that kind of thing. You can still do those things and just push it out through your VIP text messaging or your your um, your email campaigns. But when it comes to ads, it's it, it's just too much work to have like a different set of ads for every single campaign or every single email that you're sending out. So um, typically what I've done in the past when I've got an ads guy and a designer, I'll go in and say, hey, okay, we're for this week, week and a half, we're doing this pro, this is the sale. 
and here are the the assets that we need for this and then um, the next two weeks we're going to be doing a different promo and so we need new ads there we'd kind of change the look maybe the color maybe the maybe the look and feels really similar but we just kind of tweak the colors so that like this ad set is green and this ad set is more red focused and so it's kind of looks seems different for for the people that we're serving up ads to um, and then we'll also kind of change the name so we'll have the bfcm or a black friday sale then we'll have a holiday sale um, so there's just some like little things that you can do that do there so that it's not a huge design lift to totally create new assets for a different sale but let's say you're doing less than three thousand dollars a day or a month on uh, on ads or maybe sub 1000 just just pick one create one set of ads and start running it at the beginning of your sale and stop it at the end um, just because you're probably not getting enough conversions anyway for it to learn super quick and to really optimize those ads during that period and ads get more expensive so you're you know it's it's going to be you, know, you might need to up your spend or you know it, it, there's there's a whole nother thing to ads um but uh but yeah no that's a great question as far as like not over complicating it so try to like least common denominator create ads around those still make it interesting so that people come to your site if that makes sense um i would uh i would say also when you're trying to come up with your promos don't go out like you don't have to give away the farm right and it, every brand's going to be different. Some brands will only discount 10% and that's great. And people love it. That's fine because you don't do any other sales during the year. I'd say probably the average brand probably is willing to do some sales. So people wait and people know that you're going to be discounting. So I would say probably at least a 15% discount is kind of expected uh, when it comes to Black Friday. 2025 is pretty norm. Uh, going 30, 35, like, yeah, if you've got inventory that you got to move, I would go upwards of 30, 35%, maybe even 40%. I have a clothing brand and, you know, the old styles, I'll discount up to 50%. Sometimes I'll do 60, but I really don't like being seen as a discount brand. So I don't like going that high, even if I'm trying to clear out old inventory. Um, so with these Black Friday deals, you know, do what makes sense for your brand, but don't give away the farm, right? You, you don't have to discount everything a ton. Uh, maybe your best sellers, you discount, you can always use the wording up to 50% off and you got your, your lowest movers, your C stock at 50%. You got your B stock, your kind of your okay sellers at 35%. And then you've got your, um, you've got your best sellers sitting around 20%, 15%. So you're, you're keeping your margins on the stuff that you sell the most of. And that's a, it's a good way to get people in. Once they're there, they'll be interested, they'll buy, and you're not giving away the farm. Um, as far as employing those, those sales, um, I use Shopify for most everything, uh, most of the stores that I have and that I've done in the past. And unfortunately, using a, if you want to use a coupon code, it's got to be one percentage across the board. Um, I've seen brands do like, hey, for this you know, for 35% off these products, it's this code. And then, uh, you know, if you want these other at a different percentage, then you have to use a different code that gets really convoluted. I think there's some apps out there that can do some tiers. They've been kind of clunky, uh, in my experience. So I don't know how well they work. Um, but what I do, if I really decide that my strategy is going to be like, Hey, I'm going to do up to 50% off these products, 50, these products, 40, these products, 30, if I'm doing tiered discounts. I will do, you know, basically a markdown on the products. You'll use the compare app price on Shopify, mark it down um, on the actual price so that it shows up on Shopify that it's a um, that it's on sale. The discount or the the disadvantage to doing that is that some of your reporting gets off a little bit because the retail price comes at the lower price and then 
Shopify doesn't report on saying like, hey, this item was discounted by 10% or 15, 20%. Um, it's going to show it as like, hey, this was bought as at full price, even though the compare out price was higher. Um, so just reporting gets affected a little bit when you do it that way. There's some really good apps out there that do bulk discounts. If you're on Shopify Plus, um, there's like kind of a more native app. If if you don't have Shopify Plus, um, there are just a bunch of apps out there that are like 10 bucks a month that make it really easy to do bulk discounts across your website. Um, and then, you know, or you can just use a discount code. I do like discount codes, makes it really easy. Um, you don't have to go in and pick all the products and create these tiers and stuff. It's just across the board, really easy, super easy to message. And I'm a big fan of just like laying it out there. This is exactly what the deal is and not complicating it for customers because a confused customer is not a customer. They don't buy when they're confused. Um, so we've talked about, um, the type of structure that you want for your discounts, um, you know, kind of front loading it. We've talked about like when you start and when you end, um, I guess I didn't, I briefly mentioned when you end, that should be right around when, uh, when the shipping cutoff is, that's where I usually take it. Um, you know, if maybe a day or two before, so that our operations can, can ship out those products. Um, and then I, while we're, uh, the sale never ends. I mean, we did holiday sale and then we did New oh. Year's and then we did a winter sale into a Valentine's <laughs> sale, and then it went on for like four months after the holiday because it was doing so well. So you there's rebrand and keep going. It's working. There's it's one, there's one brand that literally they turned on their sale and like it was, I saw their their um, ads in June or July it said Black Friday, but it was totally intentional. Like they, they just it really got kept getting really good ROAS, so they just kept going with it. Um, so do what, what works for your brand. Like if you want to keep going past the shipping cutoff, just make it clear. This isn't coming in time for Christmas, but here's our sale. Holiday sale is still, still live. And then, so I typically run it until the, uh, the shipping cutoff. Nobody can really get anything until the, uh, until, you know, in time for Christmas. And so I'll have a little bit of a break there and then I'll do something on Christmas, the day after Christmas, maybe the week in between black or, uh, um, Christmas and, uh, new year's. Um, it's, it's always good to like throw out maybe a, um, a gift card sale. Um, those are okay. Like, you know, you'll, you'll probably see a bunch of brands doing that, but I, I don't say, I don't think it's really, um, well adopted in my experience. Like some people will buy, but it's not a, like a huge mover. Um, some other really cool ideas that I've seen from brands are saying that like, Hey, um, buy a hundred dollars now and you'll get a $25 gift card valid in January or February. So they're kind of like incentivizing you to buy right now and we'll give you some money to buy again during our slow season, which is January, February. So you can use apps like, I think it's Rise AI is one of those. Some There are some couponing apps out there that, that uh, can help with that. But I also wanted to talk a little bit about the tools that I use to implement some of these like marketing automations. Um, some tools that I use, like such as Klaviyo for my emails. I've actually recently moved over to Sendlane, really kind of enjoying that platform. It's totally different, um, a little bit, not quite as robust in my opinion, but uh, as Klaviyo, but it definitely has a better price point and it's got a lot of the core functionality. I use PostScript for, for SMS, but there's some other good ones out there. Uh, I've looked at Emotive, I've used Attentive, not a huge fan of them, but you know, it, it's, uh, I know a lot of brands that use them. Um, Sendlane also does, um, uh, SMS Clavio does SMS. So it really kind of just depends on what you have set up, what works best for you. Um, but in the end it's, uh, there are lots of different tools that you can use for that marketing automation. Um, 
And then uh, in the end, like if you're a one-man shop, like I currently I'm a one-man shop. I'm doing the design. I'm doing the implementation. I'm doing everything. Uh, it's a lot of work, but uh, kind of just planning it out up front is really important. Just getting into like, hey, this is the sale that I'm going to do. Try to make it simple. Work out your messaging. Create a bunch of different emails. You don't have to have a totally different email every time you're sending. Like I said, if you want to send four emails on Black Friday, just design the first one. And then maybe tweak it a little bit, maybe f- change the header image uh, for the second and maybe same thing for the third. And then the fourth one, you're like, hey, you know, it's ending now. Black Friday is almost over. Don't don't miss out. Um, that kind of thing, creating some urgency. But you don't have to totally redesign every single email, every single piece of creative. Just be efficient with it and, uh, and recognize not everybody's going to see every email you send out. So it's okay if it repeats. It's okay if it's very similar. Uh, and it's okay if it's exactly the same. Like, why not? People aren't going to be that upset. Like, oh my gosh, I already saw this email. Um, you can definitely do that. I don't recommend it for every single email, every single email, but it's totally doable. Um, SMS, I just want to call out there. I would be a little bit more sparing with SMS. Um, I've done some really cool campaigns with SMS where it's like I send an email and say, hey, if you want to get our best deals, go to SMS. I'll give like an extra 5%, 10% on SMS. Or I'll do like specific like daily deals uh, when it comes to like the 12 days of Christmas or our pre-Black Friday uh, VIP deals uh, where every day this week we're dropping a crazy deal on a specific product. So you only discount one product and this is the discount. You got to subscribe to get these discounts, kind of trying to push people to the SMS. Um, and then I'll, I'll kind of go crazy for maybe a couple days on SMS, but then I really kind of try to chill out and not bug people too much when it comes to um, SMS. I'll definitely leverage it and utilize it when it comes to Black Friday and the sales, but I'm not blasting them out three, five times in a day, maybe just once. So a lot of these mediums you're talking about are more of seeing like a retention marketing tool, SMS, um, email (laughs) campaign, stuff like that, um, are for current customers you have or have had in in the past um, and whatnot. As far as all these creators and outbound, are there any tips, tricks, or things like that on acquiring new customers during the holiday season? Is it pretty much all paid ads, your Facebook, Instagram, TikTok ads, stuff like that? It is tailoring. Are they changing banners on those to acquire new customers? Um, or yeah. are those strategies in, entirely on that front? It's my personal opinion, and I know some people might not agree with this, is that once it's Black Friday, the time for acquiring new new leads or new customers is almost over. Um, black. So I, I continue to run ads, even though it's really slow during October and even before that can be a really slow period. Early November can be really slow, but I'm continuing to run ads, kind of trying to fill that funnel. And then when it comes to Black Friday, you're, you're flushing that funnel, right? So you've already got, you, you've, you've built up an audience and some people that have been like, Hey, yeah, that's really interesting. I like that. I like that product. And then you flush the, the funnel when it comes to that sale. And that's, that's where you're using your email, your SMS and those kinds of things. Because hopefully those people that are interested have subscribed in some way, whether they're on your Instagram, on your socials or, or um, on your email and SMS. Um, but you can still, not to say you can't acquire new customers during that time. You absolutely can. Just add, you know, CPMs, ads get more expensive during that time. So I don't, I don't rely on that being true, right? That I'm going to Got, just gain a ton of new customers. I have tried to fill that funnel for the previous two, three months so that I can flush that funnel and get those first time purchasers. You know, maybe they look like new customers on Black Friday, but if they've been looking at my brand for the past two months. And so they've been waiting for that sale because they know it's coming. Everybody knows that 
something's going to happen during Black Friday. So they're all just kind of biding their time waiting for that sale. And so you can absolutely have new customer acquisition. A lot of times it's it's disguised as people who've already been looking at your brand for a little while. But yeah, push out ads. Absolutely. You're doing ads. You're doing the social posts. If you have an influencer campaign um, kind of set up, totally do that. Um, if you have affiliates, push on them. Uh, it just gets really noisy. So that's where you come to this, this, there's the omni-channel approach. So there's the kind of the difference between omni-channel and multi-channel. Multi-channel is like, yeah, I'm on, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on email. I'm on all these things, but they don't really work together. Omni-channel is where you can kind of try to get everything to work together. And it's a little bit more work, obviously. Um, sometimes it takes a team to make sure that everything's integrated, some really good softwares that all talk together. But I would say like, you know, Sendlane, I've been really liking because you can have SMS in there, you can have uh, email, and then you can also kind of connect in, um, have use a lot of those email lists to drive some of your ads. So you're kind of getting an omni-channel idea right there by, uh, by kind of controlling your marketing um, with somewhat of a hub, if that makes sense. Got it, that makes sense. So uh, in the end, uh, there's so many ways to go about this. Like there are a ton of caveats. For example, if you're a subscription brand, you probably don't want to discount more than you already do for a new subscriber or else you're going to get, if you do like all of a sudden you're doing double what your new subscriber discount is, you're going to get a lot of people canceling their subscription so they can get the new offer for Black Friday. So you need to keep those things in, in mind. Make sure that you're not cannibalizing your previous customers or your previous sales or your your potential sales with subscriptions. Uh, every brand looks different. Every brand discounts differently. Um, but my, my biggest points are going to be try not to make a headache for yourself with customer service. So tier your, uh, tier your discounts and your holiday sales in the right way so that your customers don't get upset. The second would be just make it simple. Don't try to make it super complex because a con confused customer is actually never going to be a customer. And then, you know, just have fun with it, right? Like just go out there and, and use what you've already built because it can be a stressful time. Just get it out there. And, and then once it's all over, look back and say, hey, what do I need to do better for next year? Because in a year, you're not going to remember. So do a quick rundown, maybe an hour, write down some stuff like, okay, this worked well, this did not work well. I remember one year we did nothing different on Black Friday. We started our silence on Monday, ran it all through. And Black Friday was really underwhelming, but I kind of had the feeling like, crap, I have no, nothing new to message to these people. And that's why I decided after that point, like, okay, I'm going to do a 20% off all week long. And when it comes to Black Friday, I'm going to add in some doorbusters or add a gift with purchase or something like that. Something a little bit extra so that I can, or maybe like new products added to the sale. I haven't discounted these ones yet or whatever it looks like. You want something different because people are in the mood to buy on Black Friday, even though sales started weeks earlier do something new on Black Friday. Same thing with Cyber Monday, uh, I would say to a slightly lesser degree. But in the end, that's how you run a successful uh, campaign. If you have other ideas or maybe something else that, that we forgot to cover here, we'd love to hear from you. Hit us up on LinkedIn and uh, we'd love to kind of pick your brain and, and get to know what other brands are doing. Thanks everybody for joining us this week and we'll see you at the next one. Peace. Oh, there's the wink again. Doing my thing, dude.